This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to a special edition of the Back of the Nest podcast. As you probably know by now... Um, We're doing a show every day this week. On Monday, we had the Chelsea review. Tuesday, we had the Man United preview. Today, we've got a a transfer chat and just generally how things are going, what we need strengthening, that kind of thing. Tomorrow, uh, I've got the Man United review and that will be directly from Selhurst after the game um, with some phone audio from, uh, from the concourse, I'd imagine. Friday, the Newcastle preview. Saturday, a look at the rest of the season, what we can expect, and a quick discussion on where the points are actually coming from. Sunday, producer Sam has created one of her impossible quizzes, and Monday, we're back to normal with the Newcastle match report. So today, I'm joined again by um, both of the uh, the O'Connors, Patrick and Xavier, both of you. You still doing well? Yes, thank you. How are you, Mike? Yeah. Yes, yes, all good. Um, we're gonna. This is a bit of an unscripted one, um, and I will caveat it by saying that we had a little chat before the show, um, and Patrick pointed out that we really have no concrete um, rumours that have any traction to them whatsoever for Palace. So I think we're probably going to approach this one slightly differently from what you'd expect by watching Sky Sports and and that. Oh, that guy that's always slagging us off, Cava. Um, you know, we'll, we'll we'll talk a little bit about what we need. Um, so, you know, this might be a timeless thing that we can just put back, re-release at the end of the season. Um, you know, we can quickly cover what anyone's read. Um, obviously, we can quickly cover Conor Gallagher, albeit, you know, I don't think we particularly want to say too much on it and you probably don't want to hear too much about it, really. Um, the only other thing I saw of note was, uh, in typical clickbait style, um, some rumours about people wanting a lease from uh, texters other clubs. So um, let's just knock that on the head now and say that that's just ridiculous. Um, you know, he's not he's not going to Leon or 
wherever else in in Europe or uh, America. Um, but yeah, I mean, do, do you want to do you want a quick sort of twenty seconds each on on the Conor Gallagher thing? We'll start with you, Patrick. Um, honestly, at this point, and this is going to sound very bitter, but I'm a bitter old man. After he scored against us in the first match, and then did what he did in the second match with his time wasting. I wouldn't want Conor Gallagher back, honestly, at this point. Yeah. And I'm just tired of the whole rumours because, to me, it destroyed our last window. Our entire focus is on him. He didn't want to come back. Don't blame him. Uh, they didn't want to sell him or loan him. I don't blame them. So I need to move on. I, I'm really tired of Conor Gallagher links. I really yeah. yeah, I mean, expand it slightly, Xavier. Your, your thoughts on uh, on any other loans? I mean, they've not really done us too many favours in, in recent seasons, um, albeit, you know, Gallagher did, did well enough for us last season. But him and just loans in general? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, like my dad was saying, I'm also just really, you know, bored with uh, the Gallagher talk. Um, but so, you know, because of what he did yesterday and, and more so just because I just think that we're wasting a lot of time, um, you know, trying to get this one back over the line. And I just don't think, you know, the players is as interested, you know, in moving as, you know, he was last summer, you know, for obvious reasons. So I'm, I'm just a bit bored with it. Um, in terms of loans, just generally... Um, it seems that, you know, we're hesitant, just generally, um, we're hesitant to spend big amounts of money in January. Um, you know, for reasons I understand, obviously, you know, the fees are a bit more inflated and that teams are a bit more desperate. So, um, you know, the selling clubs understand that the buying clubs are a little bit more desperate than they might be otherwise. So that, you know, that leads to, you know, some inflated fees. So I get why, you know, Parrish and Cole, um, you know, may not want to buy, two, three players in January that, you know, they might want to wait until, you know, June or July to get, um, but we do need to get bodies in through the door. And if it, you know, it comes via alone, um, especially in a position that we need, I'm thinking midfield, especially, um, you know, if that is the most likely avenue and that's the best way to do so. Um, and it's someone that we might be able to buy, um, you know, in, in June or July, I think that, you know, it's not, it's not a bad option for us, to be honest. Yeah. I'll start by saying that I'd be happier if, we're scouting or chatting to people with a look to getting them at the end of the season. Um, and that would be the main thing for me, you know, approach people now in the same way that people are probably approaching Wilf. Um, I think we need another centre-back. Um, we, it's clear when one of the, the main pairings has been injured that that's a big problem. We, we know that the right-back issue has been a problem for a long time and um, a defensive cover midfielder. So, I mean, everything else, I, I think I'd be getting a bit above my station to say it's absolutely urgent and I can't see us getting anything other than that. Um, I just want to bring discussion of Malcolm Abue in as well. But, Patrick, you, you, you chime in now. Yeah, um, just, I mean, again, spoiler alert, D and I do a, uh, a Daily Palace um, news show on YouTube and today we actually Yeah, if you're not player. subscribed yet, go on there and subscribe because you don't get to see you don't get to hear enough of DRisms on the pods because you you know <laughs> he hasn't got time. You need to go and hear them on YouTube. And the kid is brilliant. He he's got a lot of uh, energy and got a lot of opinions on Palace. But today we spoke about a player from Porto named Pepe who actually is look we have we scouted him uh September and recently and he might be a real replacement. So your point being is that if we're going to be doing stuff looking for um, role for papers or in the future, I'm all for it. But right now, as uh, Xavier just said, I think 
the market now is going to be very difficult uh, to get players in. But I definitely agree with the fact that we need to get at some point very soon a centre midfield and a right back back up because we or not right a right back that can start consistently because we we need those two players uh, very 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 um, very very quickly. Honestly, it's interesting about the Porto thing because from what I've read in the news today, um, Palace were actually at Porto last weekend on the day of recording um, okay. and um, they didn't want to say who they were scouting for. So there was some representation, but it, it may or may not be Pepe or it may be okay. Pepe and others. So, um, yeah, it's an, it's an interesting one. Um, not that I know very much about him. I don't know if anyone does, but, um, you know, that that's about the only solid thing I have actually, I have actually read about. Um, so, yeah, I mean... At, at this point, speculation. What is what is the one thing if we needed something in January and we got one body in? Um, you know, for, is that for you the defensive midfielder, somebody to help Decore, or you know, having two defensive midfielders would that stifle the the, the quick breaks that we're we're trying to we're trying to play at the moment? Or should we stop playing like that because? Um, teams seem to have worked that out and they're just sticking 10 men behind the ball sometimes. So I'll go first. Um, for me, you have to find someone to play with Decore. Um, clearly, he's a progressive, forward-thinking midfielder who doesn't look to play the ball sideways and backwards every time he gets the ball, unlike other players that we put in there. Uh, Lucas not really play, can't play with him for me. Hughes can't play with him. Um, so we've got to find someone to play with him. I wouldn't drop Eze back there because I don't think he can do the job. And honestly, quickly going back to Gallagher, I don't think Gallagher could play with him because I think Gallagher's more of a box to box and would be wouldn't be next to him. He'd be too further, too far ahead, and that would really kill us defensively. So I don't know who that player is, but that's the thing, you know. Dean and I do these shows, and Dean loves to come up with these uh, these great links on YouTube. Uh, from, I'm sorry, on Twitter that he that he sees, which is all well and good, but I have not seen a solid a solid rumor. And now I, I know a players, you know, in my head that makes sense, but we haven't been linked with them. So to throw out, let's say a uh, an Awa from Lyon, who's a very good, an excellent player, but hasn't linked with us seriously. But we need to get someone because the Corey, eight out of nine times, is the best player on the pitch for us. And but he's struggling because he's the only midfielder that can tackle and progress the ball and pass the ball. And apparently now can take shots on goal. We almost scored yesterday against Chelsea. Sorry. So I mean, we have to get someone to play with him. And right now, it's it's clear we don't have that player on our in our squad. So that has to be addressed. It has to be. Well, just before you jump in, Xavier, do we? And is it Jairo Riedeveld or uh, the ever-injured Jimmy Mack? <laughs> All right, so before Xavier talks again, um, I love Jairo, but clearly four managers do not rate him as a central midfielder because no one's ever played him there for more than three matches. Jimmy Mack, I think, is that's the issue. I think Jimmy Mack has been what we have thought, meaning the, the team or the, or the ownership or the manager, was going to be fit at some point, and clearly that injury is probably career-threatening, and waiting for him to get fit has been a ridiculous thing for us to do. And to me, fit Jimmy Mack, yeah, right now, clearly he's not ready to play. So for me, that's he's not the answer. Yeah, so like my dad was saying, and like you were saying, Mike, I, what we do need is, we do need Jimmy Mack, really. I mean, if we could sign the version of him that we got when we initially got him, you know, I think it was back in 2014, could be a year off and that, maybe it's 2015. But if we go back and sign that version of, him, that is the exact type of play that we need. Because, you know, you were saying about Gallagher, and that's also, I guess, part of the reason why I don't 
think that we should spend a ton of resources trying to bring Gallagher back is that I don't actually think he's a midfielder we need as well. I know yesterday he played a little bit deeper than he normally does. Um, given the fact that uh, Chelsea, you know, are a bit short of, of bodies in central midfielder, but he is, you know, I think he's best playing closer to a striker. Um, I think he's best for us playing, you know, closer um, to a striker. He's more of a, you know, a second striker type, a more box to box type, you know, gets into blocks late and is, and is a good finisher. Um, and I don't think that's the exact type of midfielder that we need. I think we need someone, you know, who operates in, you know, deeper positions and is, you know, good on the ball um, and, you know, can, can move it up the pitch and, you know, creates a link, you know, between Ducore and uh, the front four, um, you know, which we all agree is, you know, very talented. So I think that is the missing link. And if, you know, if we have to sign anyone in general, if there's one person or one type of profile that we need to sign, I, I, I definitely think it's a central midfielder because I think it just changes everything else in the team. And I think that a lot of the issues that we have, mainly with um, chance creation, I think that, um, you know, there was a stat that, you know, we haven't scored in eight of our 18 league matches. And I think that that isn't necessarily due to the fact that the attacking players aren't, you know, up to scratch. I think it's more due to the fact that they may not be getting the ball, um, the football in, you know, the best positions, you know, to be dangerous, you know, to other, to other teams. And I think that, you know, having a proper midfield would help, you know, the balance of the side. And I think that, you know, would allow Eze and Elise and, and Wolf to be um, in better positions, you know, when they pick up the ball and, you know, to do the things that they do best and, you know, put the ball on the back of the net. Um, I, I, and I think that, you know, that just unlocks everything. So I, I generally think that if, you know, if there is someone to get, it has to be a central midfielder. Well, I mean, interestingly, we've, we've only scored 17 goals in, in 18 games. And for the talent that we have, you'd think in normal circumstances, we'd be talking about a target man, that kind of thing. Um, but, you know, right. we do have some strikers that, you know, the, the, the fan base backs. Um, in the past, when we've had Benteke, people have said, well, Donkey, we, we need someone better. Um, it's not really up for for discussion because we do have decent strikers. The problem we have is exactly what Xavier's just pointed to. Um, when you've got problems where players with flair and creativity are having to do the job that, you know, somebody like Milivojevic and his pomp was doing, um, they're not going to have the opportunity to, to make those chances. They're not going to have the opportunity to break as quickly as, you know, you do see in glimpses. So the fact that we've conceded 26 um, is partly due to probably needing a stronger defence and uh, a stronger defensive midfield, but also the fact that you've got players just covering positions for set plays for uh, covering crosses that they shouldn't be playing. So I feel like we're so close to being, you know, it's only that 5 or 10% more and the results will come. But, you know, I've definitely said that before. Um, I mean, we're not going to come to any conclusions here. Uh, we know what we need. And I think any, any Palace fan that watches the club week in, week out does as well. But um, if you both just want to sum up, I mean, Patrick, how do you, how do you see the season going if we don't get someone in? And are there any short-term fixes we can use either from players that are on the fringes or just tinkering with what we've got in terms of uh, tactics? 
So I honestly don't think we're going to sign anybody of note uh, during this window. I think the best we'll hope for is a loan or two, and I'm and probably a loan at best, a single alone. For me, if it's if I have a choice, it has to be a central midfielder because we've discussed it. But that's our biggest need. Um, at some point, we have to address the right back position because, as much as I do personally like Nathaniel Klein, he's not up to the way we want to play, so that's not going to be as much help for us. Um, but I just don't see us spending any money, Mike, in this window. I don't think it's a uh, something that the club's willing to do right now. Um, as far as the future goes, like, I mean, I'm going to sound really uh, old right now, but all I care about, Mike, is winning the cup at some point. We can't do that this season now. So I don't care what we do this season. We don't get relegated. I'm, I'm more than happy to finish, you know, eighth. didn't say no, that's wrong. Finish 16th and uh, rebuild for next season, you know, without Wilf. But as far as um, this window goes, I just think we're going to be lucky to get a player in. And my hope is that at some point we turn this terrible form around and we are able to at least stay where we are now, which is 12. But I don't have a lot of hope without, you know, getting a player or two in. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, final word from you, Xavier. Anything you can think that we can do short term without getting anyone in or uh, are we basically coasting now until the end of the season and re- and re reevaluating then yeah i mean it seems you know just to me from the outside that we seem to you know be content with you know just coming around you know 12th to 15th you know this season um you know giving it another go and you know the summer transfer window and you know that'll be a massive one for us because you know it seems that we'll definitely have to be replacing wolf um but I mean, that's the sense that I get is that, yeah, just at this point, you know, with the lack of concrete links, you know, halfway through January, <clears throat> excuse me, it just feels unlikely that we're going to sign anyone meaningful um, at a, in a, you know, midfield position that will, you know, affect us, you know, going forward for that, at least the rest of this season. So it just seems like one where, you know, we're just going to try and get, you know, to the 40 point line, you know, see it through and then, you know, go again, you know, um, this coming summer, which, you know, it's a bit disappointing. It's not actually a bit, it's massively disappointing, you know, given, you know, the side that we have and, you know, the promise that there is, because you're right, it just needs about 5 to 10% more. It's, I don't think we're that far away, so it's a bit frustrating, you know, to see it kind of go this way, but it's just the way I see it. And I just feel that, you know, it's a bit of a shame that, you know, if this is the last season of Wolf, that, you know, this is going to how, this is, you know, how it might end. So, you know, I'm a bit disappointed about that, I can't lie. Well, I mean, let's just um, think back to when we lost what it, whatever it was, 12 or 14 players, before Vieira came in, we were all absolutely petrified and knew that there would be some rebuilding. And actually, last season, we probably got more than what we'd imagined that we would. Um, I still think that we're probably about where I expected we would be by now. So um, it's it's absolutely not the end of the world. And there's still plenty of stuff to be positive about. We still see Elise floating in some beautiful crosses and that kind of thing. Um, it's still, well, albeit recently, mostly this season, it's still been a better watch. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll try not to uh, be too negative about it. Um, I think we'll just have to see out the rest of the season and hope that Dougie has got the plans in place because he has in the last few years um, for getting people in in the summer. So we'll leave it there. Um, any feedback that you guys want to send in over transfers, that kind of thing. If you want to send in a voice note, we'll play it on one of the longer pods. Um, we can use it as a jump off for discussion points. And I don't doubt that Hambo could do a diatribe on anything that you send in. So keep it coming in. Um, so we're back tomorrow with the Man United review. 
right from the game, as I say, and then Friday for the Newcastle preview. Um, so we'll leave it there and we'll continue our week-long uh, week-long podcast marathon for you. So be back with you tomorrow. Until then, up the palace. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.